Hi, it's Jimmy. Today I'm going to be talking to you guys about help. More specifically, I'm going to be talking about asking for help. Why is it that people don't ask their managers for help? Now we all know that we don't have the answers to every problem in us. We need to rely on other people for advice, perspective, for resources, for them to do their job even. But I find over and over again with my clients, with people I work and I coach, that they seem to resist going to the one person who is actually situated in the organization to be their go-to person for all manner of help. You guessed it, that person is their boss. It seems on a monumental scale, people just do not want to ask their boss for help. And as a leader, I find it really frustrating sometimes when I see a member of my team struggling, underperforming, clearly off track, and they're not asking me for support. And when I offer my support to them sometimes, it can feel like I'm pulling out their teeth because it's so painful for them to open up. So in this video, I'm gonna give you four of my reasons from my experience and from working with my clients why people resist asking their boss for help. Reason number one, they may not actually know they need help. Some people are relatively new in an organization, new in a, in, a, in a job, in a department. So they may not actually realize they're marching you know, straight off the edge of a cliff. They don't have the perspective you as a manager have. In those scenarios, a manager needs to be able to proactively interject and provide some guidance and steer. But this is gonna require that you as a manager have a, an appreciation of the developmental needs of that person and also the kind of work they're doing. A second reason why people may not ask you for help is because they don't believe you as a manager have the competence to help them. This often happens when you're managing highly skilled people. Now, with people with high or even medium competence, they already have a very a large understanding or a very good understanding of the situation at hand. When they come and need help and they meet you, they're not asking you to solve the problem or come up with a convoluted solution. They may need just your blessing, your steer on a high level, or for you just to communicate that you, have, that, that, that you support what they wanna do and communicate that to the wider organization. But sometimes managers who want to show their added value will now interfere with that solution and it makes it actually worse because you don't really understand the detail or the context that this expert has. So you make a mess of it. So they won't wanna come back to ask for help from you again. Another reason why, um, linked to that first one is, or another way of interpreting that competency issue is, you'll now want to get up to speed. So you request they bring you a massive amount of information. You'll try to decipher. You'll come up with something and still try to micromanage that solution. Chances are you may not give them a really good solution. So you've wasted their time and you still not help them. So they won't come back to you again. The third reason people may not come to ask their managers for help 
is because they believe their managers may not want to help them. And this speaks to your, your motives. This could manifest because really, you're just too busy. When they come to you, you, at the time you mean to help them, but other priorities crop up, creep up, and their request get, gets lost in the shuffle, and they've been waiting for you. So they end up breaking promises because they thought you'd actually come through. People learn very quickly, once you've done that once or twice, not to come back to you for help. They'll find some other way. A deviation on this point is something I call issue passback. This is where you just repackage the problem and hand it right back to the person and say, you now solve it. You haven't done anything, had a bit of a conversation, and given them back the same problem they had to go and figure it out themselves. And sometimes some managers actually identify three, four, five more issues to add on to that person's issue for them to go and resolve. So not only have you not helped them, you've made their work a lot more complicated. So they may be reluctant the next time they have a problem to let you know. And finally, people won't come to ask you for help if they feel you're going to use that as evidence against them in the future. I know managers who document these requests for help and when it comes to appraisals, they'll use that as evidence that this person doesn't know their job. Guys, listen, there is a difference between carrying someone who's underperforming and enabling a good performer to fully reach their potential by unblocking blockages, which is what a manager does. So if your team feel that they're gonna be made to, to look foolish or feel foolish for asking, either in that moment or in the future, they're not gonna come back to you for help again. So to summarize, people avoid asking their managers for help because they may not know they need help. They don't believe their manager has the competence to help them. They don't believe their manager wants to help them. Or they're afraid that that request for help could be used against them. So, what are you gonna do differently? Thanks for watching my video. Please leave your comments about asking for help or anything else in the section below. I do really enjoy hearing from you guys and make sure you change the world. Goodbye.